Welcome to Living For Him podcast, where in every episode, you are invited to experience the joy of a life in Christ. I'm your host, CJ Cousins, and in today's episode, it is my prayer that the primary emphasis and goal of the following message is that you hear and respond to the good news about Jesus Christ and his kingdom. So whoever you are and wherever you are, thank you for joining us. I invite you to listen with an open heart, subscribe for future episodes, and stay tuned for some next steps after this message. Enjoy. Nations. And then that brings us 
of the time that we're living in now, and ultimately, I should just say, the second coming of Christ. But here's the question I'm going to ask you. Is the kingdom of Christ, you see, there the, the everlasting or the eternal kingdom of Christ, is the eternal kingdom of Christ, right? It's not uh, something that is ushered in, not the second coming, or prior. Right. And it covers the whole earth. 
if we tend to think, oh, this is something that's going to happen way in the future, it's something that's going to happen when Jesus comes back, we miss his reign now. There's something he wants to do and a loyalty he wants to call you into now. You see, if you enter the kingdom now, you enter the kingdom then. Because you're learning to live under the reign of Christ. And so that's why when Jesus came, right? Mark chapter 1, we talked about this for a few months ago. The reign of love, right? When Jesus comes, he picks up the John the Baptist now. He says, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Or, now, there's what the kingdom is. Even if it's in your heart, there is the kingdom of heaven. And so can we, can we now begin to enter in to this experience now? We have to ask ourselves the question, where is my allegiance now? Where, where will it be then? You see, one of the things about prophecy is we begin to kind of live our lives out in the future somewhere. But we don't realize it's those small decisions, it's those everyday experiences, hopefully in Christ, that literally matures you to that place where now that is the only outcome of Jesus Christ. Right? And while it's really easy for us to raise our hands and say, yes, this worship center, I am loyal to Jesus Christ. Let's pause for a second. Let's examine that for a second. Where really and truly is our loyalty? I want to invite you to go with me to the center. We are in Revelation chapter 18, verse 1. Revelation chapter 18, verse 1. Actually, what it says there? The Bible says, after these things that John the Revelator is speaking, after these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority. Having great what? Authority. And the earth was illuminated with his glory. You see, Revelation is using imagery that is symbolic. The prophetic imagery there is not talking about a literal angel. Angel in the Greek is translated messenger. It's talking about God's people. You see in Revelation 14 and other places. There are places, of course, some literal angels, but there's times where it's actually using it in a more symbolic meaning. Okay? It's looking at God's people, right? And what they're doing as followers of Jesus, as faithful loyal followers of him in the last day. And so they have a message that comes with kingdom authority. But what? Kingdom authority at the same time? No. Kingdom authority now. And the result is that the earth is filled with glory. See, glory there. Is it referring to the light of God's character of love? The gospel produces it. It puts on display God's character of love. And those who are spreading this message have entered the kingdom now. This is bigger than just getting your name on the wall as a member of a local church. This is, you are in Christ and you're about kingdom living. This is what because what this is doing, Jesus said, you can hear Jesus' voice, he's calling to you, he's calling you, he wants you to come in, he wants you to what? He wants you to come in to the kingdom of grace. Revelation 18, what we just read there is just a repeat of the first angel's message. Revelation 14, 6 and 7 is the everlasting gospel. That's the message of the book. One of our community faith, we, we, we talk about the three angels' message, and it's yes, but understand what the framework is. It's the gospel. That's why it's the eternal gospel or the everlasting gospel. It just now has an end time 
know today is that if you're going to enter into my kingdom now and then enter into it in the future, he's calling you to come in to his kingdom of grace because grace leads to loyal love. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Grace leads to loyal love. Grace does not lead you into a license to sin. It actually accomplishes true grace, but if, it's not, if you think what you've experienced some form of cheap grace, it's not grace. You see, actual grace moves you into loyal love. There's this movie on Jim Caviezel. You can't really see him very well here. He's in a fight match there, but just that's the guy playing uh, in the passion of the Christ. Now, Jim Caviezel, it was in this movie, The Count of Monte Cristo. I know nobody here. There's some theaters, so I'm going to ask you about your race, but yeah, the Count of Monte Cristo. And this, this, this scene right here is he just got freed from the prison. He washed up on the beach, and as he's there on the beach, he recognizes that he there has just been uh, freed from being, uh, from being in captivity. Fall asleep, by the way. And now he begins to take off and run on the beach in celebration of his newfound freedom. But what he doesn't realize is that just a short distance away, there's this band, this group of men. They are robbers and bandits. And they see him there on the beach running. It's really awkward to see. It's really funny, actually, to be like, he's like, ah. So you go from one issue, like, I'm not somebody, right? You go from one issue into another one. And so the leader of this group comes and he talks to him and he actually corners him in to a situation. He has a guy that stole some gold from their men. And they're about to have that guy killed. But some of his friends are still loyal to him, yet he doesn't want to show weakness by sparing him. And so he's decided to imitate his guys by having them enter into a fight. And again, the man of Dante is realizing that if he does not fight the guy, says, if you don't fight this man, they're just going to have to kill So he agrees to fight this guy. This guy's name is Yakupo. Yakupo, or Yakupo. And he comes, he's a nice fighter. The guy says, oh, my Lord, he's the best nice fighter I've ever seen. And Dante is going to do what Skype says, well, you need to get out of and if you're going to fight, Dante quickly wins the fight. He gets the knife, and that scene kind of, well, that's our fight, right before this scene. And, and, and what basically happens is, instead of, it looks like he's about to kill him, but instead of killing him, he says, I need you to be quiet. You value your life, I need you to stay still and lay here. Don't say a word. And he goes, he talks to the leader, and he says, listen, you guys have gotten all the questions we're concerned about. Those that want to see mercy, spare his life and live. Those that want to know their sport, they just got their sport of achievement. And look, if he lives and I live, you've got two men here that can work with you. This guy, when he receives the grace that he just got from this guy down there, that he does not even know. Right here, this thing, he pulls him close and he says, I want that you're a man for life. That day, he follows Dante. Actually, he follows him. He becomes our Vulcan. That's why he becomes kind of the second man. But he says, I will follow you for life. He anything that Dante says, anything else he has to do, he says, You spare my life. I'm going to do whatever you ask me to do. 
this is grace. Grace leads you, it moves you into loyal love, and you realize, Pastor CJ, everybody knows the sound of my voice, deserves death, damnation, hell. And Jesus, though he should have had us all like that, he receives the full blown weight of the punishment of our sins of putting himself, crushes out his life, and gives us grace. That was an easy sin. That moves you to loyal love. Loyal love. You didn't understand this, you didn't realize what the Bible says when it describes those in the last days that are entering into the kingdom of grace. They, they, they know, they have insurance that they are saved. They're not concerned about their salvation, they're more concerned about other people coming out the grace of God and becoming saved. So they have the assurance of their salvation in Jesus Christ, and that now flows out into loyal love and obedience. That's why in Revelation 14, 12, the Bible says, here's the patience of the saints. Here they that keep the commandments of God. That's not how they're saved. Because they have the faith in Jesus. They keep the commandments of God. It's the outflow of loyal love and power by the Holy Spirit coming from a heart full of gratitude and love back to your, to your, to your Lord. Not trying to earn their salvation. They have the assurance of their salvation in Jesus Christ. That's been sharing with the world. But because they've received it, I am your man, I am your woman, Jesus Christ. So their loyalty is to Christ. And here's the thing. Let me ask you a question. Have you truly tasted of the grace of Jesus Christ? Are you finding yourself increasingly moved more and more into loving obedience to His commands? of the tidal wave, of the abundance of His grace and love revealed at the cross. Is that now moving you to make the disciples for His kingdom? Have you taken a cursory look recently at the vision statement of our church to make disciples together? Right? Reaching out in love? Is that your experience? If not, if not, Experience the kingdom of grace. This kingdom of grace lands into conflict with the counter kingdom, which is the system of Rome. Go to Luke 59 and 13, verse 2 of Revelation 18. The Bible says, And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen. I repeat, there is means it is certain, it is sure, it's coming down. And has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk the wine of the wrath of the fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with their merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of the luxury. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you shall share in her sins, and lest you receive her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered, and I think we want to be close attention to verse number four, come out of her, my people. Notice that after stirring 
message goes to the world, God recognizes that He has people from all walks of life. Where is that? All walks of life. All religions. Many denominations. He is sending, He's raising up people, but He has His people that are already in Babylon. And he's already trying to himself. John chapter 10, Jesus, many people are out there of the falls, and when they hear what they will come. And they're made that are objects full, but they're not really objects full. And the Lord is praised. Jesus may be calling the atheist that you're judging. He may be calling the Baptist or the Pentecostal, we sometimes say the Sunday church. What about family? There are some folk. That may not know and believe what you believe that they're loyal to Christ. They're loyal to Christ. And so the Lord says, Listen, I'm going to hear this voice speaking to your heart right now. Just watch this. Your Babylon is not merely a religious entity, it is intertwined in the society, in the dominant culture. Babylon involves government. Notice what it said there, that in terms of fornication, yes, it said that there is fornication and spiritual fornication. Meaning, it is a church that has been unfaithful. What is system? Unfaithful to Christ. Global system that is unfaithful to Christ. Yes, an unfaithful life. But watch this. Notice it said the merchants of the earth commit fornication with the next business. That's, that's their business. That's corporation. Notice it says the kings of the earth. That's governments and nations. This thing is intertwined. It's intermingled into the larger world culture. And notice what we read there in Daniel chapter 2. This is flowing out the history of Western Europe. That's the dominant influence in the world. Western civilization, family. This thing is all intertwined. So we need to really examine them. And this means I join the people's system. Babylon, 
in your heart, and you're manifesting it sometimes in how we interact with others in God's church. So you may join the right denomination according to how you see and understand scripture in these last days, but watch this gets deeper than a denominational hell. It's loyalty to the kingdom of Christ. Now, love demands just judgment. This system is oppressive. Savior. Yeah. 
Thank you for listening to Living for Him podcast. I pray that you were blessed by this message and that you experienced the good news of the love of God revealed in Jesus Christ. I'd like to personally invite you to respond to this good news and take the next steps in following Jesus by clicking the prompt in the description. I've also created a resource to help you experience the joy of a close relationship with Jesus called the Life in Christ Daily Devotional Journal. If you'd like to experience Jesus daily, watch the good news of his story unfold throughout scripture, and do this as a weekly small group gathering, then get your copy today in print or ebook by clicking the link in the description. Living for Him exists to tell the story of Jesus for the equipping of healthy disciple makers who extend his reign of love. 
If you'd like to support the further development of this exciting ministry, then I encourage you to become a monthly supporter by also clicking the link in the description. Your support is greatly appreciated. You're also invited to like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to this podcast and subscribe to our e-newsletter by visiting our website at livingforhim.tv. Lastly, we kindly ask that you write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast platform you're listening to us on, and share this podcast with your friends. I look forward to meeting you here again in our next episode, where our desire is that you experience the joy of life in Christ. Once again, I'm CJ Cousins, and I'm living for him.